remix the dead. I'm remix the dead. I cover music and life, learn day and night, and I grow over my family so they can thrive. Welcome to the remix the dead podcast. Hey guys, how you doing today? I am Ryan Greenwood. I'm Remix the Dad. I am joined with my buddy from Portland, not Oregon, but Maine. This dude is packed full of wisdom. He's got a killer beard, killer smile, and just a killer personality. Um, welcome my buddy and friend, Travis Parker. How you doing today, man? I'm doing awesome, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Dude, I'm super excited to have you on. You have uh, you have 50 kids, right? I've got, yeah, I've got 500 kids. Yeah, 500. It, it went up uh, from the last time I talked to you, right? <laughs> what's that? It went up from the last time I talked to you. It did, man. Yeah, we get busy right here. Get busy. It gets kind of cold, so you got to have a little bit of recreation, right, to warm you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seasons are changing. So, yeah, man, if you uh, could tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of give us a snackable testimony. That'd be awesome. Sure, man. Yeah, so my name is Travis Parker. Um, I've been married to my wife, Victoria, now for about seven years. Um, we've got four sons. Two of them are my stepsons from Victoria's first marriage, and two are my own. So, um, yeah, not quite 500, but, you know, four is definitely a uh, four is definitely a trip sometimes. But it's amazing. At the same time, these four are all their own character, and, and I love them, love them each dearly. So. Nice, nice. Yeah, man. Like you said, I live in Portland, Maine. Not to get that confused with Portland, Oregon. I get that a lot. So I'm on the East Coast. So you're, yeah, you're a couple hours ahead of ahead of me. So what's, yeah. what's for lunch out there today, man? Oh boy, lunch. <laughs> um, I haven't even thought about it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, my my stomach thinks of all of them. It, it's preparing for each and every every meal. <laughs> Always ready. So, hey, um, so you're, you, you love hip hop, right? You, you showed me all those, all those videos earlier. I had to laugh at the, the thong song, the, the Cisco. I had to yeah, laugh at no, that because I, I had it too, man. I had it too. Yeah, I put, so I, in preparation for this conversation, I went back and I pulled out all my, all my old CD books. And I mean, there's, there, there, I've got like 500 CDs here, and some of the stuff that I found is just like, oh my goodness. It brought me straight back to 1997, 98 in my, you know, my old busted out Jetta, bumping the tunes and like, you know, busting out the, the sound system. It was, it's, it was pretty cool. I, I took a trip down memory lane here. You, you, had all, you had all the cases in the backpack too, right? Oh yeah, all in the backpack. Yeah. Searching... Searching frantically at a red light, trying to switch up the songs. <laughs> yeah, it didn't shoot. I had a I had a separate backpack just for CDs because uh, not all my uh, school books would fit in them. So, and then one one day they got they got stolen from in front of my parents' house, and it's just like I, I, I was devastated. <laughs> I I lost probably 150 CDs Ooh. at the end of high school. Somebody somebody robbed them right out of the back of my car. It was it was brutal. I see you're starting to tear up a little bit, man. I am, dude. It makes me cry to this day. Some of my some of my best albums were in that case. What, what, what was in there? What's that? What was in there? Uh, the one that jumps out in particular is uh, Red Man, Method Man, Blackout. Favorite. Oh, dude, it's one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, I popped it back in. Well, I pulled it up on Alexa, you know, a couple of months ago because it. It flashed in my memory, and I was like, oh my goodness, that used to be one of my favorite albums. And I listened to it, and it's, you know, it stands the test of time. Oh, it's... What, uh, I, I gotta ask you, since you brought up uh, The Blackout, uh, what do you think of the the second, The Blackout 2 that they did? Did you hear that? I didn't. No, I I, I didn't. So my, my musical genres have shifted, and, like morphed throughout time so i think i think shortly after that cd case got stolen i went into like a reggae phase or something like that so i like 
I missed several years of, of some of that good hip hop coming out in the early 2000s. There you go. Yeah, that's when it started actually kind of going down downhill a little bit. I, I actually heard an interview with, uh, they had Redman, and he was like, after 50 Cent, it just all went to, to crap, so. But, uh, so uh, with that being said, who would be your favorite band or artist? Oh, this was a hard one, man. Um, like I said, I you know I my musical genres have shifted and morphed over time. I've gone from hip hop. Well, let me rewind. So growing up, my father was was a connoisseur of music. He had he had everything. I mean, he he had probably just as many CDs as I ended up having. Um, but he you know he introduced me to Jimi Hendrix. BB King and like things like like Nat King Cole and jazz Ooh. and random stuff throughout the years. So, um, so I've gotten into all of it. And so it's really hard for me to pare down what my all-time favorite album is. But that being said, I think that I can point to one in particular lately over the last several years that really really resonated with me. Um, and that is a an album called, called Together Apart, and that's by Greaves, um, who's a member with Rhyme Sayers Entertainment. He, so he's like he's he's part of the same label as Atmosphere and Brother Ali and, oh, and right. guys. Um, so this album connected with me on a level that I don't think any others have. It's just you know all around. It's just super powerful. Um, album it speaks to a lot of my struggles with uh sort of depression and anxiety over the years like i connected with this not not just in a way that i could like nod my head to it but i could really connect with the lyrics and see exactly where he's coming from and so that's really powerful for me that that album in particular together apart by greaves um i would put that right up there in the in the top of my list and i've got simba staring at me on the zoom call on the other side (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you get you get to be blessed uh, by Sam's presence and uh, and hey. is it Simba or it, who is that? It's Kion. It's Kion. Kion. I don't know Kion. He's dead. He's oh. a, isn't isn't that Simba's son? Yeah. 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 Does he like to sing too? Oh, are you shy now? You weren't shy, you weren't shy when we were talking to Tuan. <laughs> so, but uh, uh, this is uh, this is the new format for the show. <laughs> yeah, bring the girl in, man. That's good. So yeah, she she comes in, takes over for about two or three seconds, and then pops back out. So. Uh, Dad what, life, <laughs> makes it real though, right? Makes it fun. Absolutely. This is what we do, man. This is like this is what we do. We've got our kids. So. Well, you know what's crazy is like right after uh, I did the interview with Tuan, I seen that. Um, remember that uh, interview with the politician, and he had the kid come in, and then the wife was crawling to try and get the kid out. It was on the news a couple, about a year or two ago. Yeah, I think I saw that one. Well, then I, I, I seen that, and then they had this app where you can kind of blur the background so you can't see them, and that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, no, we, we, we want we want it to be your family, man. I, I want I want to see that you you have your family and you have you have kids and you're not perfect, and even though you're up there with your suit and tie and all that. Yeah, no, that's what it, that's what brings it down to our level. I, I appreciate that kind of authenticity. So, um, I don't know if you went and did you go into your album? I kind of missed it. I apologize for that because I was trying to. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so my favorite album is is this album called Together Apart by Greaves. There you go. Um, yeah. And yeah, like I, I like I said, the um, it could, like I can connect with with the lyrics that he's putting out there a lot more than I have been able to in the past. You know, like growing up with Tupac, like 
like I can I can certainly get behind like the, you know the beat and the the flow and all that kind of stuff and it's really enjoyable to listen to it but I mean honestly like I can't relate to the to a lot of the content that Tupac's talking about so this this guy talks about stuff that I can relate to you know depression anxiety um, I've struggled with alcohol in the past Reeves talks about that a lot um, he talks about struggling relationships with his family and all that kind of stuff so I was able to connect with that album. Um, on a um, on a personal level, and it came out around around a time when I was coming to terms with all that stuff for myself. The last couple of years has been um, a, major, a major shift in the way that I am sort of understanding myself and my motivations, and so that came around just the right time to be able to put some words to some of the things that I was experiencing. Um, so I put that right up there towards the top. There's a, there's a, actually, no, just, I'm just going to say the artist, uh, Andy Minio. Um, check out some of his newer stuff, man. Uh, cause it, ta- it talks, uh, like he's faith-based, but it's not in your face faith-based. It's like, okay, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you my story. I'm going to tell you the ins and outs, the shadows. I'm going to tell you the deep like little crevices of my my life i'm not gonna just be like okay god's good i'm awesome blessed blah 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 no it's like yo i had a hard day the other day i struggled with alcohol porn depression um there was one point i wanted to straight up just off myself and that's why i think i i I get along or not yeah I, i think i uh resonate with that really well and i think i think you might enjoy that too and it, and, yeah. it has, yeah, and he has a bunch of like little uh, funny punchlines and stuff, and some kind of some old school beats in there too. So, okay, yeah, cool. I'll check. I'll check that out. I'm always interested in new music. I don't. I don't follow the music scene well enough to be able to. You know, I, I don't know a lot of the, what's going on out there. I find like I think I was lucky to find Greaves, um, and I forget how that came. Up. Brother Ali is another one of my all-time favorite um, artists. It's probably came through that a little bit, which came through like atmosphere. I don't know. I don't know the evolution of, of that, but yeah, um, atmosphere's huge out here, man. Right? He's huge. Yeah, he's still going strong too, man. Yeah. Like twenty five years later, he's yeah. like just still killing it. Yeah, that's and awesome. One of my friends, she's every t- every time he. He does a show here in Denver, man. She's there, and it's, she's just posting it up. Oh, I love it! So, shout out to Leibowitz if you're listening. Um, so, what would be like your go-to song then? Like, if you're having a having a bad day, and you just you just need that 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 pick me up kind of like that shot of cocaine for your ears, man. You're just like, hey, what would your yeah. go-to song be? Oh jeez! I mean, it all depends on like, it all depends on whether I want to get out of the funk or stay in the funk. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you're just like, ah, oh, fuck! I just want to be here in this. So in that situation, I'd probably go to like, I don't know, like a Nickel Creek album or something like that. Something, something like, like I don't know, really, really kind of down low lyrics and beautiful, you know, songwriting and beautiful instrumentals. Um, but if I'm looking for something to like sh- jolt me out of it, I'll go. To, I'll go to that album together apart, and I'll go to the song "Sunny Side of Hell." Um, and that song, that song is 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 one of those things that speaks directly to somebody who's struggling, um, and it's like it speaks directly to me in that case too. Um, it's all about. It's all about letting people know that they're going to be okay and that they're not alone. Um, and it, you know, it's called the sunny side of hell. So it's kind of it's looking for those silver linings when you're in the pit and using those to help to understand where you're at and, and, and that you're going to be that you're going to be all right. So um, yeah, again, that song is sunny side of hell. It's it's really amazing. I mean the the instrumental alone is is incredible, but just the way that he writes his lyrics and, and and lays them over the top of that is just incredible. Nice, nice. So, uh, 
speaking of like learning from your like mistakes and like see, trying to see the bright side and being the best person you could be like how do you how do you fill up your cup man um so that's an evolving process i find i have to have you know as a father of four and um you know i've got two dogs i've got all kinds of responsibilities the only real time that i know that i'm gonna have for myself is in the morning so um Again, this is an evolving process, but my morning routine is super important. Um, I'm up and out of bed at 5 a.m. I'm into the shower for a cold shower. Um, I check in real quick. I've got a morning accountability group through the Alliance with guys like Andy Storch and Dan Zanner and those guys. You've heard them on on the Remix podcast. Um, Actually, Zanner hasn't been on yet, so shout out to him to get on. (laughs) Who's that? He hasn't been on here yet, so Dan Zanner. Oh, Dan hasn't. No, we had to, we actually had to reschedule. Uh, it was because of the the hurricane. Oh, okay. And then also, he had another kid, man. So selfish of him, man. No. <laughs> so no, no, we had to we had to reschedule. So, but we'll, we're gonna get him on soon. So. All right, so you'll you guys will hear Dan Zanner at some point. He's awesome. So, you know, I've got a check-in with them, and then I'm doing a 15 to 20 minute meditation every morning. Um, I do a little bit of yoga in the mornings, and I do a little bit of reflection. And again, like this, this is something that, that I'm not, I don't do that all the time, but more often than not, I'm following through with this, and I find that it is one of the more important things that, that helps keep me grounded and keeps me um, mindful throughout the day so so there's that and then I also like to get out into the woods and just run just run <laughs> um, so that's, that, those are a couple of things that I that I must have um, on a daily basis so I gotta ask you uh, do people think you're crazy when, when you say you uh, uh, take a cold shower oh yeah yeah I get yeah, it all the people- time man yeah, for sure. I mean, there's there's so many health benefits to it that like, but it's but it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to express that to some people. And they're just like, no, I'm not I'm not about to do that. Um, Jason McKenzie, one of the most badass dads in our in our alliance group, is one of those guys. He's like, no, hell no, never in my life will I ever do that. And I'm like, dude, this is like this is something that that you would absolutely love doing if you just kind of like wrap your head around it. Dude, yeah, I, I, I love it, man. Like, when I, whenever I go to the, I'll go to the gym and I'll go work out and I'll, I'll sit, after I uh, sit in the sauna for a little while, sweat all that stuff out, get, hop into the pool and then go take a cold shower. I come home and I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm like, yeah, let's, let's do this. My wife sitting there looking at me like dude you're, you're you're crazy man and i told my brother-in-law too i was like yeah man take take a cold shower and, what take a cold shower <laughs> crazy so yeah yeah no it's one of those things and saunas are are uh super interesting to me as well um they're uh it's the same kind of same kind of thing, the cold immersion and the, the heat shock that something that I'm really, really interested in. Yeah, it's been, shoot, man, I've been, I've been going to the gym, this gym for a couple months now, and every time, every time I'm at the gym, because I go about four, maybe five times a week, I'll sit in the sauna anywhere between five to maybe 15 minutes or so, maybe 20, depends on the weekend and what I'm, what I'm doing, but yeah, man, I, I feel so much better, like my skin, look, can you see that? My, my oh, skin, my, my skin, yeah, ba- baby fresh, man. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's definitely one of those things to to help you out, so you can you can tackle the day, especially with with four kids, man. I've got the one, but hats off to you, man, for having four. So. I appreciate it. Yeah, everything's a challenge. It doesn't matter how many you've got. It's, yeah. it's a challenge. Okay, so. Well, speaking of challenge, uh. Was was your trip this last summer uh, when you when you took took the van across country? How was that? Was that a challenge for you? Um, we actually ended up not doing that. Oh, you didn't? Um, do it. No, we didn't. We we 
ran into several. So we have a Volkswagen Eurovan 2003, 200,000 miles on it. You know, we bought it last year with this in mind. And of course, we got to the point where we started planning our trip and alternator went. So like, you know, the battery got all messed up. The alternator went, we got that fixed and right back into the planning seat. And then the, and then the emergency brake and uh, one of the front disc brakes went back into the shop. And then, you know, a week later, something else went. And it just, we started talking to people about renting RVs and doing that kind of thing, but we just weren't in a position to be able to do that. So unfortunately, um, it was a challenge. And that challenge ended up derailing the whole situation. And we weren't able to do it. Unfortunately, we'll get to it. Uh, just this wasn't right well uh if you're heading out to colorado man definitely definitely stop in man it is on it is on my list i'm I'm gonna be out there next year should be a good year for yeah we go and if you guys need a place to stay we got we got a we got some room down here we got to just clean up a few toys and stuff so (laughs) (laughs) no need to clean up the toys man we're used to it Yeah, yeah No, I'm ta- I'm just talking off the couch, just because uh, oh, okay. she 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 piles it on like a freaking avalanche sometimes. So, uh, so uh, what uh what side side projects or projects are you working on right now? Do you have any? Uh... Um, yeah. So right now, I am my primary duty is a stay at home dad, um, while my wife builds her business, and um. <clears throat> So, so that's my primary role, but we have gotten my three-year-old into preschool, so I've got three days a week that I can do whatever. Um, so I've jumped back into the woodshop. I, uh, so my, my college education, I got, a, I got a degree in woodworking design. Um, I followed that back here to Portland and um, was, a, was a, on, on the shop floor for a local company for a while and production manager for a while and then I owned my own business making furniture for a little while so a couple of years ago I had to put that on hold um, and so this September we got, like I said we got our three-year-old into, into daycare for three days a week and I'm able to get back into the woodshop a little bit um, which is awesome that's that's one of my great passions in life is, is being in the woodshop or being behind the drafting table designing um, and creating and that's a side project that I'm really, really excited about right now. So that, um, uh, can you can you tell us a little bit more about that piece that you have on the, the cover art that we have, that I have for this episode? Did you make that? Yeah, so that cover, uh, I did, yeah. So there was, a, there was a while there where I was working for a company and uh, the waste off of the stock was significant um so every time you push a board through the table saw a little bit comes off and a lot of that that came off in the production um in the process of producing this furniture was enough to create these um these cutting boards like these super high-end really really well-designed cutting boards and so so i created i created kind of a side hustle doing that in that shop um, so that piece that you see on the cover there is one piece. It's the top part to a to a larger piece of furniture. It's a it's a carving statement. Um, it's got a whole base to it, but that piece in particular, I still have it. Um, it it'll probably go up on sale at some point soon. But um, I just it's gonna go finish. up in value now that you're on the show. So <laughs> I know, right? Plug plug. Anybody want a ch- carving station? Um, so that's what that is. But in my time making cutting boards, I've made and sold probably a hundred cutting boards um, throughout the time. Nice. But so when, when you know when I when I left that shop, I also left behind a couple pieces of machinery that were absolutely essential for mass producing those. Not mass producing, but for efficient producing those pieces. So when I left that shop, I I kind of. I, I didn't really have a good, efficient way to make them anymore, so uh, that's yeah. been put on hold for a while. There you go, there you go. Uh, how do you believe uh, others see you? That, that's an interesting 
question because I know I know I know that part of it is in a really positive light you know I, I know that people see me as kind-hearted and generous and um, you know I, I know that people find me approachable and all that kind of stuff and you know I, I know that people um, view me as a leader and all these really really awesome things it's taken me a long time to, to let go of the self-conscious side of that which is you know a lot of these limited beliefs that I that I've carried around forever like you know people think I'm stupid or you know people think I'm lazy or um, you know one of the major ones is that I, I have a hard time a major limiting belief is that I have a hard time keeping up in conversation and that to me is one of those one of those beliefs that limits me pretty severely and it happens often so that's not like but if, I, if I'm able to like lift myself out of it and look down on it from a bird's eye perspective I know that that's not the case that's just a weird you know that's that weird thing that your brain does to you it just it speaks to you in ways that are that's detrimental and I find myself these days looking at that voice and telling it to get lost like more, like you don't define me you don't serve me um that's why I think that's why I think we get along so well because we have uh, sort of the similar uh, similar thoughts that that like lingering around, but we gotta evict them because they're they're not paying rent or they're not buying buying food. They're just they're just causing using the toilet, man. They're just bringing all that bull crap. So yeah, they're freeloading, causing you causing you problems. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You kind of you kind of answered this one too, but uh, how do you see yourself? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I kind of answered that. So I, I do, I do see myself as kind-hearted and approachable, and um, very. I, I see myself as a creative. Part. Um, I find a lot of joy and passion in that. So, so that's one of the things that I lean on. Um, I, you know, I'm. I'm very, I'm very conscious in a way. Sometimes, again, like that can lead towards like self-conscious. But on the other hand, I think it's a, I think it's one of my superpowers is that I'm able to um, sort of observe situations and be very conscious about, first of all, like what's going on in the environment, but also what's going on with people and. You know, like this whole thing, for example, this idea of validation, like emotional validation that we talk about a lot. Um, if, the, if your listeners don't know what that is, it's, it's kind of just the idea of, um, of, so for example, my children are, are vying for, um, for, for some kind of an attention and I'm able to, I'm able to see that in them and I'm able to get down on their level and really be. And, and approach them with like loving compassion and and understand where they're at. So I think again, I think that that's like one of my one of my strengths. Man, yeah, yeah, we're. I got you, man. I got you. I definitely, definitely relate. Because I was telling, uh, I was telling Tuan on the last episode. Uh, I still hear, and I think I told you this too, when when we were in St. Louis, I still hear the little kids stuttering when I talk to people, and when right, I, right. When, I when I rap and when I do other stuff, I, I have those limiting beliefs, and I and then I'll overthink things, and then then you'll overanalyze, and then you'll get paralyzed by overanalyzing stuff. So instead of just going and doing stuff, and dude, what what you're doing, like just in the alliance and just 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 is awesome because when i when i seen you uh become a team lead on, on friday mornings i that just excited the hell out of me man i couldn't i was like dude if if, if anybody it's it's this dude and you uh 
you do it with with such smoothness too. It's just kind of like my skin. You just you just do it nice and smooth, and you and you do it. You uh, you allow guys to be themselves, and you you open up for, uh, so the guys can be comfortable. So, which is which is awesome. And shout out to the Alliance and Larry Hagner again. Um, I, I, I do that a lot when I when I got have Alliance guys on. So. Yeah, no, no, I, I appreciate it. And honestly, that being a team is, it's not, it's not anymore, but like the first couple of weeks was some of the most spots I've been in for a long, long time because it's just, it's so far out of my comfort zone um, being in that position and having to overcome some of those limiting beliefs. Um, so my, like my, my growth in those first couple of weeks was exponential. I mean, I, I, I don't know. There, there's no other way to like really, to really grow like that, and, unless you just put yourself right into the, right into the fire. And so, I appreciate what you say, man, because it's it still kind of speaks to me sometimes. Like, oh, you know, I don't know if I'm doing a good job. I don't know if this is like, but hearing that kind of stuff from guys like you is super comforting and. and well, that's kind of how I feel with uh, with with this podcast, man. Because I'm still I'm ten months in on it, almost eleven months in, and I'm still having that self doubt. And, oh shoot, am I am I really doing this? And, and are people digging it? Are people liking it? Is it helping anybody? And it, it is. You just gotta you just gotta do it. And it, even if it's not helping anybody, it's helping me. And I've seen so much growth in myself with it. And just having guys like you come on and Tuan and Jeff and Tony's and stuff just just come and ask to come on. It's, it's, it's just so encouraging and so inspiring. And then I was talking to Cliff Jones. Uh, he, have you talked to him a couple times? Dude, yeah, it, his, his voice, his, ooh, it's like, it's like chocolate for your ears, man. It's just nice and silky smooth. Is he uh, golden voice? Oh, he's yeah, he's golden. <laughs> he's got a he's got a good voice, but he. I was talking to him, and uh, speaking of the fire, it's funny that you brought that up because I was talking to him yesterday, and he, he was going through some stressful situations, and and I was like, dude, you're just going through the fire. It's just gonna burn off all the impurities for that gold that you're gonna be bringing. So it's what it is, man. We're just we're just getting better. So. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And I've, I've been inspired by you taking this on because I know that this is out of your comfort zone. So. Oh, major, this major. Time, this kind of thing for, for you is super inspirational. And, and trust me, guys, do dig it, man. It's pretty awesome. Cool, cool. Um, so uh, I've, I've, got a, I've got a few more questions for you. Sure, man. Uh, we'll, go, we'll, we'll go with a fun one real quick. Uh, so, what cartoon do you relate to the most? Uh, you don't have him. You don't have him. Well, maybe you do. He's not on your wall directly behind you. Uh, um, but that guy right up there with the red bandana on, Raphael, is is my dude. Um, and you know me, man. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up. Boom. Ah, uh, there he is. Right behind me. <laughs> there he is. Yep. That's, so that's my guy, dude. I've been I've been a fan of Ninja Turtles forever. I know that you are. It's another one of those things that we link up on. Um, but Raphael is is definitely my guy. I mean, I love them all. I love all their personalities and what they bring to the team. But the way that the way that Raphael battles his shadow and like and and perseveres and continues to like work on himself is is super powerful for me and I just I just love the <laughs> I just love the attitude that he brings to the to the mix it's, it's pretty awesome and then Sam showing you Owlette and uh, Gecko yeah Gecko <laughs> if, if you were to ask my three year old what cartoon character does he relate with most he would say Catboy but he would also say Gecko I and Owlette finding Catboy I'm finding Catboy you're finding him yeah, go look. Go look for him. No, Gecko. Oh, Gecko's gonna look for him. Awesome. <laughs> Into the night to save the day. But he looked for Edward. 
Yeah. <laughs> so uh what what kind of legacy would you want to bring, man? Or leave for your for your family? That's a, pretty, that's a, it's a pretty that's a deep super, question, so that's a deep question. Um as fathers, I mean that's like that's like the question. Like what what do I wanna impart on my children going forward? Um, I mean, obviously, I want them to be kind. I want them to be loving and generous and all these good things. Um, but I think most importantly, and this is something that I lacked back when I was a kid, I think most importantly, I want them to not be a victim to their fears and to not let those fears get in the way of their potential. Because um, for me, that was, I mean, up until a couple of years, up until this morning, probably. And I allow my fears to dictate and define my, my action. And sometimes it's to a point of, like, of, of major de- detriment. Like, it, it takes me off of my path. It, it takes me out of my rhythm. And it's just not, it's not necessary. Because, you know, a lot of those times, those fears are fabrications. And... I think one thing that I want them to to understand is is that those fears don't have to define you, and you can always buckle down and find courage and move through, um, face that shadow, and act in ways that feel right. Um, leave, that, leave that fear behind. I think that would be the major one like that I like that it's again like I totally relate to that man another fun one uh, so what would uh, I, know, I know blueberries are definitely and potatoes are definitely a big main thing but would it be uh, on your last meal menu or what would be on your last meal meal menu um, my last meal I would probably forego everything but ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream is one of those one of those things that I have to I have to have a leash on right now. It is it's one of my weaknesses. It what costs, kind? What kind? I struggle with it like pretty hardcore. If there's ice cream in the house, I'm eating it. Uh, <laughs> and my kids sit there and they laugh at me and they're like, "Oh, there's an empty ice cream tub. Thanks for leaving some for me." And I'm like, "I'm sorry." You guys know the deal with ice cream around here. Like, you guys get first dibs, but anything that's left over is going to be mine. <laughs> so, so, if it's not like a super juicy, like, bacon cheeseburger from one of the local restaurants around here, I think I could just eat a couple tubs of ice cream and I'd call that good. You're like, I'm ready to go. What, uh, I got to ask you, uh, what, what flavor? What kind? What flavor? Is, yeah, your go-to flavor. Oh my goodness. Are you a fruity um, guy? Are you a chocolate guy? A no, vanilla? If it, has, if it has caramel swirl and fudge chunks, I'll, I'll get, that'll be my thing. If it's like the green mint chocolate chip, I'll mm. get that. Yeah. Um, I see I see you starting to sal- salivate a little bit. I know, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't have any ice cream in the freezer right now. I can't go and it's an hour. <laughs> awesome, awesome. What uh so if somebody was to write a biography about your life, what would the what would the title be? Um It's got to be something about about courage and moving through those fears. Um cuz that's my major obstacle these days. It's, Getting out of my own head, getting out of my own way, and persevering through that stuff. So, you know, if you want to get creative with the with the title, something like something along the lines of digging out. Um, it's kind of a play on words here. Where we should be getting some snow here pretty soon, so I'll be digging out of that. But there you go. You know, digging out of of kind of the the 
pile of rubble that I found myself in a couple of years ago um, and finding grace for myself and moving forward for myself and for my family um, in a way that I'm proud of and that they can be proud of. I think, you know, that's, that's going to be the theme. I like the, I like the sound of digging out and then some kind of a subtitle. Digging out Basically. and then rebuilding. Digging out, rebuilding. Because I, yeah. What, yeah, when you were talking, I envisioned uh, kind of a demolishing building, or and then digging up the digging up the roots, digging up the foundation, so you can build the foundation, so you can start building up, man. That's what you're doing. That's what we're on right now. Yeah, yeah, that's the name of the game right now. Definitely, definitely. Um, I'm out of questions. Actually, no. Word association. Do you want to do Ooh, word association? All right, let's see. Uh, you can either give you can either because I'm going to give you a word, and you can either give give me just one word, or you can do maybe a couple sentences of what you think about the word. Okay. Okay. Let me get my let me get my thinking cap on. Do 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 do. Okay. So the first word would be. Dad, D-A-D. I mean, the first word that comes to mind is alliance, and that tribe of people to lean on and, and to, to gain wisdom from. Um, yeah, don't go it alone. I think that's kind of what, what comes to mind when you say dad, is don't go it alone. Oh, I like that. I, I like that a lot. Uh, hip-hop. Hip-hop. Oh gosh, he's, the number of visuals that just went through my head. Um, <laughs> oh man, Beats, Rhymes, and Life. The first hip-hop album I ever owned was Tribe Called Quest, Beats, Rhymes, and Life. Um, I just kind of like the, I like the feeling of that. It sounds like you should like make a woodworking thing and put it on there, kind of like Nelson does with, with, with his uh, make greatness happen and stuff. Like you should, you should put that on. A, and then we'll sell it, and then we'll make a bunch of money, and then we'll... <laughs> We're going to have to get the royalties to Q-Tip and, and those guys. No, we don't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, were, were we just talking about the cre- being creative and, and stuff? Ripping off other people's <laughs> oh, yeah, we material? Did. Yeah, yeah. Did about that. All right, so, yeah, cool. That's, so, a, that's, that's what hip-hop is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We, we just sampled it, right? samples from everywhere yeah 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 um the other one would be ice cream yeah jeez you just got me salivating again ice cream trouble trouble serious trouble trouble. get chocolate (laughs) wasted well hey man uh do you have any uh questions for me i like to switch it on my guests and have them ask maybe a question or two sure man um i'll throw one of yours right back at you what um what cartoon character do you most resonate with i have not thought about that one um actually no i have it kind of popped above my head it's uh that the leo um especially when i became a father uh just that that, that, that those insecurities and that that being scared but also knowing I can do it and then also having I'm gonna get a little spiritual on you um, having a father as in God knowing that I I'm able to lead my family lead my daughter lead uh, awesome guys in my community so just being a leader but also ha- being real and having those insecurities and also being vulnerable and learning every day. So I'd have to say it'd be, uh, be Leo, Leonardo, and then also, if you guys know me and my, uh, when I'm not around in a leadership role, Remix the Dad is definitely gonna be Mikey. So yeah. just, the, just the crazy party pizza loving fool, so. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, you can't really go wrong with any of those. So I've got four boys, and each one of my boys fits the bill for each one of the Ninja Turtles. 
Um, so this year for Halloween, we were going to do the the four the four Ninja Turtles for my four sons. Um, but it's funny, like my my oldest, my twelve year old is Leonardo. My second is um, is Corbin. He's ten. And he is, uh, he's Michelangelo because he's just a goofball. He's always joking on people. My third one is Henry. He's six. He's like, he's, his, his emotional intelligence is just like Raphael. Like he expresses and he comes to terms with and moves through emotions just like Raph does. And then my, um, my three-year-old, I mean, we put him with Donatello. Uh, he's a pretty smart dude. So we just kind of... He was he was the leftover one, but <laughs> you can't go wrong with any of those guys. No, no, all great qualities to have, especially on the same team. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, any other uh, questions or? Um, yeah, let me throw another one of yours back at you. Um, and I'll I'll kind of lump a couple of them together. What's your favorite artist or band and favorite album? What have you got? Um, that's a good question too. Mine changes just like everybody else's. Uh, right now, I'd have to say, oh, man, like Andy Minio is one of them. Propaganda is another, and then Royce the Five Nine. Um, just, just their lyrical styles and just coming off so honest and not conforming to. A lot of the newer hip-hop um, and a lot of people it's funny because they're like oh Eminem's your favorite no he's not he's I, I don't dig him but he's yeah but anyway we won't get into that uh, my favorite album though probably have to be the black album a blackout album by uh, meth man and red man but now my I'm really into uh, Andy Minio, he's dropping EPs every six months or every few months now, and then at the end of the year, he's gonna he's gonna have like one big album. But his uh, his oh, crap, I forgot their names. It's, uh, the Arrow and I think the Sword, or they go together and they could they complement each other really good. So definitely those. And then my favorite song right now. Would have to be, uh, what is it? None of my business by uh, by Andy Minio, or not my business, or something along those lines. And he's just talking yeah. about, hey, if you got a problem, go all solid. Check out the hooks while my DJ revolves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If uh, dun 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 dun. If uh, if you if you have a problem. Or if you got a problem with me, that's none of my business. But if you got a, but if I, I'm totally butchering it right now. I'll Brain fire. You off. But that's okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check out video. Yeah, dude, it's and we've we've seen him in concert two or three times now, and puts on a hell of a show. Puts just great message. Just energy is there, and it's he, he just puts it out. He's like, and he and he questions his faith. A lot too, even though he, they, he originally came out as a Christian rapper, with a genre. He just he just keeps it real. He just he just totally authentic. So that's awesome. That's so important. And then he's he has another song too off the the Arrow CD. The EP is uh, I ain't done. He's like as long as I have breath in my lungs, I ain't done. I can do nice. stuff, and I'm not worried about what what you think. I'm not making music for you. I'm not make, doing this and this and this for you. I'm doing it for me. And if you if, if you get something out of it, you're inspired. You're infected. You're not infected, but if you're affected by it, then awesome. Praise God. But if not, it's it's it, it was there just to help me. So, and that's what that's what this mission's about uh, with Remix the Dad. It's if, if it's out there helping somebody, cool. Let me know. Leave me a perfect transition. Leave me a rating and review on iTunes or email me and hit me up. I I, I want to talk to you. I don't want to. I want to. I just want to interact. So. 
Awesome, man. But yeah, man, thank you so much for for being on. Uh, do you have any yeah. Do you have any last words or that you'd like that you'd like to throw out there? Or? Um, no, not really. I mean, you. The last thing you want to say to the world was one of those um, one of those questions. You sent you sent me a little bit of an outline, so I could prepare a little bit. Um, and I just you know this kind of wraps into the legacy that I want to leave my kids is you know love is love and you're seeing a lot of really divisive I mean hate that for lack of a better word there's a lot of divisive hate going on right now and I just want to encourage people to love your neighbor man you know love love people that's because that's that's what it's all going to come back to love is love so that's my that's my last word I love it I love it and I love you man you are awesome just keep doing what you're doing and inspire people man so oh um Brain fart. I, I need to go eat something. I'm hungry. <laughs> um, we had a hot dog for breakfast, so we weren't being too uh, too health conscious today. We were just. But uh, is there uh, any way people can find you, or get a hold of you, and just just check out more about you? Um, yeah, I mean my my Instagram is is growing by the day. My Instagram is uh, underscore tr parker, um, and that's one of those things where I'm. I'm sort of putting up the woodworking that I'm doing. I'm, I'm showcasing my family and the stuff that we're doing. And um, yeah, it's kind of a fun, a fun way to, to, to check me out and my family and what we're up to. So I, lo- I love yeah. seeing your posts, man. They're just, they're, they're awesome. When you're out in the woods and stuff, just, oh yeah, just so yeah, peaceful and of, fun. There's a lot of forest bathing going on on my Instagram page. Nice, nice, nice. So, well, all right. Thank you so much, man. Um, I appreciate you coming on. And um, Remix the Dad and Travis Parker. See you later, boss. All right, dude. I appreciate it, man. See you later. See ya.